the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Welcome to the show. It's Open Phone In Friday. You ready? Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, my handle is at Anderson Speaks there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM. Right here in the DMV, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Well, it is open open phone and Friday, which means that you can call me about any topic, ask me any question that you might have around relationships or race or religion or uh, maybe politics or economics, finances, business, whatever. Uh, I reserve the hour for you. And, of course, we had a wonderful week, including yesterday. That's right. We talked about divine hookups and dating yesterday. And we actually had two couples that uh, connected, two people that, you know, uh, two uh, couples that connected, a guy and a girl. And they said, yes, they want to talk further. And then we had another one, a guy and a gal. Yes, they said they would go further. And so it was either green for go or red for no. We got two greens. And so you never know what will happen. But what a fun show that was when we talked about the theology of dating and divine hookups. Well, what about you? What do you want to talk about? How would you like to connect and grow your relationship with God and one another? Well, all you got to do is give me a call. It is a call-in talk show. My number is 888-432-7434. Whatever the topic is, I invite you to pull your chair up to the table with your cup of coffee or your Diet Coke or your water with a lime, whatever it is, and have the conversation with me at what we call an uncommon table, a phrase I got from a good friend of mine who's been doing this a lot longer than me, where you pull people from different sectors together to have a conversation. Never know what you're going to learn, do you? All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we want to commit today's show to you as we always do. And we just pray that you would guide it and GPS it along the way uh, toward your glory at the end of the day. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com 
or you can go to my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com. Either way, you can get a hold of me and learn a whole lot more about what I do and how I might be able to serve you even beyond uh, our radio hour. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines and kick the show off in Frederick, Maryland with Luna, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Luna. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Anderson, I'm well. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. But of course. Okay, so I have two questions today, Dr. Anderson. Yes, ma'am. Um, and they, they relate to each other, well, I'm hoping. Okay, so the first is a question from me. So I was lucky to be raised Pentecostal and knowing the word and all that, and my parents still are and all that. But now I've been uh, getting into the word for the past few years for my own understanding as an adult. And I'm finding that when I read certain um, scriptures, what it's saying sounds relevant. I'll, I'll give you the one I'm talking about specifically. So I'm in this uh, part of this single Christian woman's group, and they all, everyone talks about being the Proverbs 31 woman and, you know, all that stuff, yeah. uh, which is great. However, when I read that uh, scripture, the context of it, was supposedly Bathsheba speaking to Solomon, or call, you know, supposedly Lemuel. So she was telling her son, um, hey, this is what a virtuous woman is like. So for me, it's hard for me to take that upon and say it's for me because it's really like a conversation between a mother and a son. She's giving him her advice. So I'm kind of confused as to why is it that, that um, scriptures like that are looked upon like, oh, they're talking to me when... Um, Really, they're not. And they'll say specifically, you know, like Moses was talking to whoever, and this is, but, but for some reason, we're supposed to think it's for us. So yeah. that's the first one, sorry. And then the second one, sorry, I have to get it out. Okay. Is so this single Christian women's group, a question that keeps coming up always, 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 that I'm vehemently against, is online dating. So these women are always asking, well, should I, put my, should I do online Christian dating and all this other stuff? I personally feel that you shouldn't. Um, because I feel if God wants to send that person to you, I mean, and plus women aren't supposed to be seeking to be to find. We're supposed to be waiting to be found. But some of the other women disagree with me, so I just wanted to get your take on that, and there you go. Okay. I'm glad you got it all out. Which one's more important to you? Put it in priority order. Number one or number two? Well, mine, of course. <laughs> what is that? You know, you ask, you ask, I know. You asked me two questions, though. Which one's the most important to get answered first? Mine with the Proverbs 31 and how other okay, got it. are related to us. I see. That one's yours. The other one's the other ladies. I got it. So Proverbs 31, um, I think that you can look at that not as a whole chapter of one continuous um, uh, subject. You could break it into the two. So you're looking at uh, uh, the sayings of King Lamuel and his mother, what, what, what he was taught. And then you could look at the second half dealing with what a noble wife looks like. But let's just say you put it all together and said it's one chapter context. Once you read scripture and you explain the context, then you do look at it and say, what can I gain from it? And Proverbs is about wisdom. So the question is, what wisdom can I gain from this woman, regardless of whether it was a mother giving her son advice or whether it's God giving specific advice or whether it's a king giving advice? The question is, what advice is coming from the Proverbs that I can utilize in my life? What principles can I live by? And so the virtuous woman gives us some principles that she can live by, and I think 
it's okay to apply that to you yourself, like all scripture, once you interpret it correctly. But you got to first interpret it correctly. So you have the right mindset. We call it observation, okay. interpretation, application. And what you're saying is a lot of people go right to application without correct interpretation. And if you have misinterpretation, you'll get misapplication. So you have it right. Let's observe the text right. Then let's interpret the text right and then ask the question. So now how can I apply these principles uh, to my life? Okay? So you got that right. All right? So, so Luna, I'm going to let you go there because I have my commercial break now. When I get back from my commercial break, let's see if I can answer your girlfriend's questions before I go to my other callers quite quickly uh, on online dating. So when we get back, make sure you listen on the air and you'll hear me talk about my opinion on online dating. I'll be right back. You're listening to and tuned in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call one 1-800-933-6188. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. 
Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Friday, friends. Hope you're having a good time hanging out with me. It's open phone-in Friday if you're just joining us. We're talking about whatever it is you want to talk about. I've got one open line if you want it, 888-432-7434. Before the break, uh, Luna wanted to know with uh, her girlfriends uh, in her small group or her singles group, is it okay to do online dating? She's not for it, uh, but some of her girlfriends are. Let me say I am for online dating if it's done safe and with accountability with a couple of friends. So I know a, a good number of young ladies specifically, a couple guys, but mainly ladies who fill out the um, the form, you know, online uh, with a couple girlfriends, maybe one girlfriend is saying, you ought to do this or would you do it with me, things of that sort. But when they do go out on a date or talk to a guy, they have accountability with one another and I'm going to let you know where I am, what I'm doing, that sort of thing to really just protect them to make sure uh, that there's no fraud and craziness going on. So if you have the right safety measures, do I feel like it's okay? Yes, I do because truly online is, is basically what uh, Ruth was doing. Ruth went into Boaz's field. And I, I know you said uh, a woman ought to wait for a man to come to her, uh, you know, but remember, God brought Eve to Adam, right? And, and Naomi sent uh, Ruth to the field where then the man could recognize. So uh, Adam recognized her, uh, but she was brought to his field in the garden through his rib, but she was brought to him. Uh, the same for Ruth. Ruth was brought to uh, Boaz. Uh, and then we see other passages where the guy is going after the gal. So what am I saying? I'm saying there's nothing wrong gender-wise with putting yourself in the right field. All right? So make sure that online is the right field. It's the 20th century. Uh, we're, we're not out in fields right now with Boaz's uh, and servant girls and people working in the, in the farms. Now, in some cultures and in some places in our country, yes, but the majority of the metropolis uh, are people who are working in the same town. They are going to the same church. They're hanging out at the same uh, lounges or, or social spots. And so if you do not put yourself in those quote-unquote fields, then uh, don't expect God is going to necessarily uh, just send somebody to come knock on your door when he's fixing your cable, and then that happens to be the man you're going to marry for the rest of your life. Can that happen? Yes. Will that happen? God is still God, so I'd never say no, but if I would be a betting man, the chances of that happening are going to be very slim. Now, it doesn't mean it can't happen, and if you're not comfortable putting yourself out there, then stay at home and keep praying, and you know what? You'll have a testimony that will be better than most because you're going to be like, I was sitting at home eating popcorn, and God sent my husband right to my front door. He can do it. Yes, he can. 
But it's nothing wrong with you saying, it's okay, though. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to do my hair. And I'm going to go out with a couple girlfriends. And we are going to go to the singles uh, group together. We're going to go to church together. We're going to go to the lounge together or wherever the the party is together. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Okay, so that's my two cents. You asked me my opinion on it. You gave me yours, and I appreciate it. But tell the ladies that I'm closer to their view maybe than your view or somehow a hybrid of both of them. All right, let's go to uh, Jasmine, who's in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hi, Jasmine. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Hi. Welcome to the Um, show. I'm I'm calling because (laughs) it seems like, I don't know, I'm just like, I seem to attract bad luck (laughs) no matter what age I am, what point I'm in in my life. Hmm. Like, um, I always seem to attract, run into bad people, but I never know until it's too late, until it's too late. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's kind of like you're sitting in church and you're trying to listen to the word or get in the spirit Mm -hmm. and some spirit attacks you. But it's actually some person, like, I I was taught in my early 20s about battling in the spiritual realm. Okay. And, you know, even though people go to church, and I know Jesus this and that, but there's witches in church, mm-hmm. there's thieves in church, there's liars and backbites and gossipers, and they will smile in your face like nothing happened. To the point where they believe the lies they're telling is real. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I have to deal with my own problems and be attacked by actual demon spirits where I'm being choked at night. Okay. Or being attacked in my dreams. So what do you... And I'm like, no matter how much I pray, and if I pray, mm-hmm. oh, I'm cursing someone, or I'm a bad person, or I'm not doing this right. And, th- so and what is your question? bringing accusations. Jasmine, how do how how do you deal with something when you feel like the whole world and the whole spirit realm and the whole universe is attacking you? Okay, I got your question. How about if I said to you, it's not going to stop until you get to heaven? What are you going to do about it? Um, my aunt told me that my great aunt, she don't remember, she's 80-something years old, and she told me one day, you won't be safe until you get to heaven. Okay, so, so what let's am say I that's true. To do now? That's the question I'm asking <laughs> you. If that is true, what are you going to do about it? I'm very fragile. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Like, I, I can't think about the voices that saying you should kill yourself or the whole world hates you, you should kill yourself. So I keep reading, and I'm screaming. Sometimes I'm screaming. I'm literally screaming out loud, Jesus, help me, or just screaming. I'm sure the neighbors mm-hmm. could hear me. And right. I'm frustrated. And I'm like, how, how am I going to cope if this is going to be the rest of my life? Today I was thinking, what is the point of me being alive if this is going to be life? Well, I'm not Jesus. I can't take persecution. <laughs> but you have Jesus in you, first of all, and you keep repeating all the negative things. I want you to start repeating the positive things. But there's, that's it. I don't have any positive things. I I don't ta- even want to be on this earth. Well, th- th- you're talking to me. That's positive, right? 
Yes. You got you yes. got through all these people that are calling me. You got through. That's positive, right? Oh, because I know to be quick with you. Okay. <laughs> did Did you have anything to eat today? I did. What'd you eat? Some olives and crackers. Was it good? Mm, yeah. But I would like a hamburger and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would too. I would too. But you know, you gotta you gotta look for the positive things in life, right? So at least you got to eat something. Now let's look forward to a burger and some pizza. I mean, you know, there are positive things that you can look to. You gotta focus on them though, because the scripture says whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever's right, whatever's admirable, uh, whatever's praiseworthy, think on these things. You see, you're placing your mind on all the negative things. So I want you to put on the armor of God, pray on the armor every morning. And if you want to armor prayer, I have one. I have I have a prayer that I've written where you could pray on the armor of God. I can I can put that out there for you. Not a problem. Um, so let's let's have that. Pray that every day, the armor of God on you. OK, and then look for the positive things to focus on, because if you focus on negative it it will keep attracting negative. If you focus on positive, something's going to turn around. And what you speak can come into reality. Not that you're a magician, but when you speak God's truth, God's word and God's truth will not return void. And so things happen in the environment when you put God's word into the environment. So I'm only telling you that because I believe that you have a lot of purpose and a lot of promise and you have a lot of life left. But you're right. The enemy's going to keep attacking you. So either you roll over and say, I'm a victim and keep attacking me, or you get up, you put on that armor of God, and you move forward every day, thanking God for everything, the food, the radio show, uh, the, the air when I can breathe it, my body's moving. I'm, you know, you got to think of those things because otherwise the enemy only wants you to think on the negative. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Also, I do want to pray for you because when spiritual attacks come, we need other people to pray for us, not just ourselves, because it, it can get overwhelming. And I, I sense, Jasmine, that you've just been overwhelmed. And God sent you here today to talk to me so I can help bear this load with you in the next few minutes with me and my listeners. So we're going to pray some of this off of you. We're going to pray some of the armor onto you, and you're going to be okay. But the next time you feel down, I need you to pray this armor back on. All right. I need you to get some other people to pray with you. And I need you to start focusing on uh, the positive things that uh, Philippians chapter four uh, verses uh, nine and ten talk about. So, so Philippians four, nine and ten. Those are the things I need you to be thinking on and quoting and reading when you start feeling the enemy attacking you. OK. OK. And if you ever really do feel like you're. Uh, suicidal or something like that, or you just want to uh, get off of this earth, I don't want you to do that. I want you to uh, call the suicide hotline um, or just call 911 because by doing that, you can get professional help, and sometimes that's what we need. So I'm going to write you this. I'm going to say this number out loud. I want you to write it down, okay? Do you have a pen? Okay. Yep. Okay, 800 273-8255. My engineer gave me that number, so I always have it in my phone. If anybody needs it, you put it in your phone, and that way, if you ever need to call, you just push the button, 
suicide hotline. It's the National Suicide Hotline. If you ever feel like the, the, the demons are just pushing you to the edge where you want to take your life, call them. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a prayer for you now. Are you ready? Yes. Lord Jesus, we come together as listeners, as friends, as fans, followers. We pray for Jasmine. We know that the enemy is always trying to attack, but we pray the armor of God on her right now, the belt of truth buckled around her waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, the helmet of salvation on her head covering her thoughts. We pray the shoes of peace, the foundation of peace under her, the shield of faith. We pray that in front of her that it would extinguish all the flaming arrows of the enemy that come against her. May it hit her shield of faith and fall to her feet. And then, Lord, we pray that you armor with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, that she might focus on it and speak it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you, Jasmine. You feeling better? Yes. I think you are, and I think you're going to be okay. You just do what I said. Call the number if you need to. Focus on Philippians 4, 9, and 10. And put that armor of God on every day. I'll put it up on my Facebook page so you have it, all right? Yes, thank Take, you. You got it, bless you. Jasmine. Bless you back. My Facebook's at Anderson Speaks. Let's get that uh, prayer armor up there. I'll be right back. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services. I just wanted to take a moment and praise our plumbers for the clean and meticulous work that they do. They have a rough and oftentimes dirty job, but they're always able to do it with a smile. So if you have a water leak, a toilet that doesn't work, old faucets you'd like replaced, or even a new water heater you'd like installed, I'm happy to send out one of our master plumbers. Just give us a call at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. Or you can reach us online at aactionhomeservices.com. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Uncle Tom was amazing, simply brilliant. Uncle Tom, the finest, most thought-provoking documentary I've ever seen. Oh my God, what an amazing movie. Every American needs to watch your film. It doesn't matter if you're left, right, or center. It's a great movie. It's just absolutely wonderful. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. I am blown away breathtaking. I sat here with tears rolling down my face through most of this movie. Thank you so very, very much for doing this. Uncle Tom is one of the most important documentaries of our time. I highly recommend everyone get it. I wish I could figure out a way to get everybody to watch it. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code WAVA for 20% off. I think that you may save America with this movie. UncleTom.com. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. 
We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What a great week we've had. We've been talking about everything from passive mates. That was Marriage Monday, dealing with a passive spouse. Uh, Is your spouse more like a mouse in the house? (laughs) That's what we talked about on Monday. On Tuesday, no in-person church services. How long should that go on? Good conversation there. And then on uh, Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about, uh, let's see, the... Let me look at my paper here. Sorry about that, friends. Uh, The wisdom. Oh, yeah. The wisdom of regret and non-regret. Which should you regret, not regret, or just forget? Well, out of that came a conversation about trying to find a good woman that didn't have any issues with uh, Will who called. And I said, what kind of woman are you looking for? And then uh, before you know it, some other ladies called. And and then the idea of, you know what, how about we have men and women call who are single and uh, let them talk to one another on the air? So we did that yesterday. And uh, that seemed to work out pretty well for a couple of people. So uh, good, you know, may the grace of God be with y'all. I see on my Facebook page, uh, Cecily Cooper and Sana Salomain and David Sims and Andrew Carey. Connie Robinson, Nancy Adams. Thank you, all of you, as well as Jasmine Spencer, Joan King, and Donald Francisco. Good to see you. Donald said he tried to call, but not successful, can't get through. Well, like we say, keep calling. Everybody who's calling doesn't always get through, but we try our best. And uh, I see Cecily uh, Cooper is giving some nice uh, encouragement as well. She's a good single woman, by the way. Uh, I hate to announce that, uh, Cecily, but, uh, you know, not that you're – Looking for a man, but I know that you are a quality uh, sister in the Lord. So, uh, you know, may the Lord bless you with a good man if that's what you want. Now, here's the thing. All single people don't want to be married. Uh, Somebody was saying to me the other day, uh, you know, I'm single and I'm satisfied and I don't want to be married unless God changes my mind, changes my heart, changes my desire right now. Don't mess my life up with marriage. So, you know, that's good to know, right, because you can be married and miserable. And uh, you can also be single and satisfied. And so it's good to understand that. Now, can you be single and miserable? Absolutely. You can be miserable all by yourself. Okay. And can you be married and happy? Absolutely. You can be happy with another person. But most importantly, it's got to be what what do you believe the Lord wants? Because Paul was single. Jesus was single. uh, And uh, they were fulfilled. They were purpose-filled. And so uh, what does God want for you? And just because he wants it for you now doesn't mean It'll it'll always be that way. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that? It won't always be that way. For instance, God could want you to be single now, um, but married later. Or married before, but you're single now. Why? Because maybe you're a widow. Maybe you're a widower. Uh, Maybe you ended up in divorce. 
someone left you. So you were single, you were married, then you were single again. You see, this can change with time, with season. So God, what do you want for me now? Maybe not for my whole life, but what do you want for me now? My season is singleness now. But it was marriage uh, 10 years ago, you see. So you had both. He may want you to be married again. And you say, well, Jesus was single. You know what? Jesus was single. But guess what? One day he's going to be married. <laughs> you see, even for him it changes, right? He was single all his life on, on earth, okay? And he's still single right now. But one day he's going to be married. And it says in the scripture there's no marriage or given in marriage, meaning that those who are married on the earth doesn't mean you're going to be married in heaven. And when you get to heaven, if you're single, doesn't mean you're going to get married. No marriage or given in marriage. Why? Because we're going to have the real thing. Jesus is the bridegroom. The church is the bride. We are married now. There's not going to be uh, multiple marriages in heaven. There's only going to be one marriage, and that's Christ and his people. Hmm. Y'all said, man, Doc, I ain't never thought about that. Well, that's why I'm here, right? To learn things that I haven't thought about from you and vice versa. Okay, I'm going to give you my number, and I'm going to hit the phone lines. 888-432-7434. Anonymous is on the line, Fort Washington, Maryland. How you doing today, sir or ma'am? Fine, sir. How you, fine, sir. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question, Mr. Anonymous? Okay, well, well just let me say uh, I listen to you. I try to listen to you every day. Okay, and I love uh, yeah, I love your program. Okay, Thank and I you. love the uh, the last caller that you uh, just spoke with. Yes, uh, I think that was so wonderful. Uh, uh, the uh, answers that you gave her. Oh, thank you, sir. Now I'm, I'm gonna get to my question. <laughs> well, first of all, let me say this here: I would love to meet with you and sit down and talk to you. I would love that. Oh, because well. I have a lot of questions. Okay, <laughs> I think I appreciate you putting that out there. Well, we got like two <laughs> minutes now, so if you better you better get okay. that question out. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, uh, okay, my question is, okay, now, just let me say, I believe in tithing and offerings, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, but the issue the issue I'm having, okay, is that uh, I meet a lot of people, okay? I come in contact with a lot of people, and a lot of people are driven away from churches, okay, because of the fact that they feel as though that the churches are not helping them, okay, especially during yeah. these times, okay? okay? They uh, they look at the church as being like the government, big businesses, and so on. Okay, mm-hmm. and they go to the churches, uh, say for instance, if they need help with their mortgages and so on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 they have problems. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel as though that uh, uh, it's not you know if if they're true brothers and sisters, okay, and they need the help, okay, the help should be given to them. By the churches. Okay. Okay, and that's the problem. And, and that's the problem I'm having. And uh, it's, it's scripture, you know. Uh, uh, but again, uh, the churches, especially, and I shouldn't say this, but well, I should. A lot of your mega churches. Yeah. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't believe in doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. They said. Uh, I know of a lot of people who have say like just turn their backs on churches because of those issues alone. And, and, and these are yeah. people who are. Paying their tithes mm-hmm. and offerings, okay, mm-hmm. but when they go to the churches, they cannot get the help. Okay. Which is which is un- uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, I appreciate your point. When I get back from my commercial break, Mister Anonymous, I'm gonna give you my thoughts on it. But I do have to run to my break. I really appreciate you okay. bring it up. And uh, when I get back, make sure you listen to it on the air. Tithing and offering as it relates to what we call in churches benevolence or giving to those that are in need financial help. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Is your church 
has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner for Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. My phone number is 888-843-BRIDGE. Let's go to Hyattsville, Maryland, and talk to Dave, who's on the line. Hello, Dave. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Yes, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for calling. Are you hearing me? I can hear you just fine. Yes. Thank, thank you for calling. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know how the glorious and majestic name of Jesus ever get into a color war, but let me say something. The races on the earth, as you as you would well know, they mm-hmm. came out of three people, Ham, Shem, and, and Japheth. Mm-hmm. But over the centuries, as people moved from places to places, as men crossed the Caucasus Mountains, it's evidently the skin became lighter. Correct. Even on diet, on diet, that can happen very, very, like the American Indian. The the average, he's part of the, the Mongolian race, mm-hmm. but but he's much bigger because he 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 ate a lot of bison and and yeah. good meat and 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 so and so forth. But when when it comes to the color of Jesus, I don't think we should have we should have a debate about it because it, it doesn't matter what color he was. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it the, the, it, it doesn't matter yes, what yes, color but, he was, but, but, yes, but it does matter yes, if yes, you but, make but, him a color he wasn't. Yeah, but but who does? Who who's contending? 
who's contending about this? But you it, haven't seen pictures of a of that, a white Jesus with blonde hair and blue eyes. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Um, I don't know why we're bothered by it. But there's if, a lot of people. There's a lot that, of people who it does bother though because it's not uh, true. But, but but how do you know what is not true? You see, you're making a point that 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 is a, a, a mute an argument that that is unwinnable. No, I don't think it's unwinnable because there's nowhere in scripture that says he was born in Europe. Is that an but, unwinnable argument, but, really? But the the people in the area move. The people, you know how not in Jesus's day. Not in Jesus's day. We know exactly where oh, he was oh, born. Yeah. We know exactly where he was born, how he was born. He was prophesied over eight hundred times about the birth. I mean, come on. You're telling me that it's okay to perpetrate something that's not true about Jesus and that he's the same color of the people who uh, enslaved black people, but that's okay, it doesn't bother you. Doesn't bother me a bit, but but the scripture says avoid a foolish question. That's not foolish, though. I don't think that's foolish. I think that it's simply acknowledging something that is is not true. Acknowledging... Acknowledging his color—is that that's what we're doing? Acknowledging a- the color. Acknowledging that he's not what people say that he is is a part of uh, why so many people have a hard time trusting Christ. So we're not making an issue of his color; it's making an issue of his not being something that people said he was. Why put it on the people who never said he was white with blue eyes, Caucasian and European? Why put it on people of color to say that shouldn't even matter to you? Why do that as opposed to the people who changed the color and said that it was something that is not true? I'm not saying he had to be a black African, but I'm saying we know he wasn't a white Caucasian European. Why put it on people who are not European and Caucasian like they're the ones that have the problem when they're not the ones that perpetrated a lie? Why are you making that okay and then saying it's an issue for us? It's our problem because we're just saying that which is not true is not true. Dr. Anderson, you're making you 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 you're mixing you're mixing the uh, the matter up at all. Many okay. people, I'll, I'll straighten me out. The truth. <laughs> many ma- many people have supposed that because. People are not living in Europe. They they are not part of the Caucasian race. But that's not true. So it's you're making not, the point. Not, you're making the uh, point that Jesus was white European with blue eyes. That, is that the point you're making, or is the point you're making is we really don't know, so it shouldn't be that big of an issue, especially to those of you are, of color who have been oppressed by Europeans. Is that the point uh, you're making? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you wicked! But 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 uh, the Bible says, forgetting those things that are, are behind, we press to the mark of the high calling. We must be higher than that, and I'm not looking at, at everything. Race, 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 race. It it's it it it, 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 it as the scripture said. We go into foolish contentions. Excuse me, uh, sir. Uh, black people. Excuse me. I happen to be African American, and I happen to be a man who's been building bridges of reconciliation across races for a long time. But I need to say something that I think is very important for you to understand, and that is this. Just because we are called to a higher calling, all of us, we cannot then say, let's just focus on Jesus and dismiss that which has taken place under oppression and using religion to do it. 
And if you don't acknowledge that, then you're not truly acknowledging what the gospel truth is. Don't make it the problem of the people who have been enslaved and the people who have been uh, perpetrated upon to somehow say, but just focus on heaven and just focus on God and don't worry about systemic racism. Let's just not make race an issue. But race was made an issue to bring people who look like me here. And then finally, when I'm upset about it, you say, don't make race an issue. Help me understand that. That, Dr. Anderson, you're making a a great error. You cannot make that an issue. You 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 are you are you are saying this is the devil's work. That's how it is the devil's work. Systemic racism is the devil's work. Well, you you think you think all 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 black people are not racial? We're not talking about all black people. We're talking about racism, systemic racism, and you're dismissing that it even exists. And putting it on the backs of other people to say, you know what, why are you talking about that? Why are you making it an issue? And then when I when I press you on it, now you want to turn and say, but aren't black people racist, too? At what point? So tell me, is it about black racism or is it about no racism? Because at first you're saying, no, we're not even going to acknowledge race. And then you're going to come to the other side and say, well, don't you think blacks are racist, too? When do you get to the point where you say white people actually have some culpability here, some culpability? I haven't heard any culpability. It's just some. It's okay for Jesus to be white, but if you say that he's not white, all of a sudden you're making it a problem, Doctor Anderson. You're, you're making you're making an issue that is quite confusing. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not I'm not confused by it. Uh, y- yes, you're I confused because somebody's racism. bringing. You're confused yes. because somebody is bringing to your attention that maybe Jesus with blue eyes and Caucasian and European may not be true. That's offensive, and so now you want to dismiss it and say, let's just all focus on heaven. Dr. Addison, I, I know this world. Believe me, I, I'm telling you. I, I know you're a minister, but I know this world. I, I know what I'm saying. If, if you, you'll never solve this problem, never. But that doesn't mean you don't address if it. You can, that doesn't mean you yes, don't address it. Have, we may not ever solve the problem of hunger of every human yes. being, but if you have somebody hungry in front of you and you have food, then you're supposed to address that problem right there, right now, as opposed to saying, you know what, you just go ahead and starve. We're never really going to, and you know what, even better, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Let the Lord feed you. And I'm just going to go on and read you a Bible verse and let you sit there and not eat, because you really cannot solve hunger in the world. Listen, I got to run. I have enough time with you. Thank you very much. I'm running to my commercial break. When I come back, I'm going to land this plane. Waterproofing. 
It's 11 o'clock at night. It's raining cats and dogs, and you just noticed water in your basement. Call Best Buy Waterproofing at 844-980-3707. We're available 24-7 to answer your call. If you have water coming into your basement, moisture and mildew issues, or a sump... Do you feel like there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack? Find out how we get back to a place of order and normalcy when you stream morality in the 21st century on Salem Now. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues we face, and through never-before-told personal stories, you get a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation in this on-demand video special. Visit SalemNow.com to stream morality in the 21st century and type in the code WAVA for a 20% discount. Another Ministry Minute with Dr. Derek Greer. Scripture teaches us to love unconditionally, but never tells us to trust unconditionally. Jesus says in Luke 16:10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with very much. The principle is that before we trust people with big things, we need to give them a chance to prove themselves with the small things. Proverbs 11 and 22 says, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. Discretion is the carefulness and the caution People who realize their significance must maintain and protect their lives from abuse. If we make available our most intimate selves, just free for the asking, it's like putting a five-carat nose ring into the snout of a pig. The pig doesn't know the ring's worth and will only take what is precious back to its mud hole. If we're not careful, the things we value may just end up in the dirt. This is Dr. Derek Greer. For more, go to gracechurchva.org. That's gracechurchva.org. And as always, live big. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. If you feel stuck at home with nothing to do but watch news reports about the coronavirus, you might be creating unhealthy stress for you and others. It's time to change your routine and take a break. Get some exercise, cook a healthy meal, or work on a hobby. Reconnect with friends or family members online or by phone, and make sure you're getting plenty of rest. Don't let stress overtake you. And remember, Together, we'll get through this. This is WAVA's Dennis Williams, and I can tell you from personal experience, there is nothing better than a trip to the Holy Land, and no better time than now to register for the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd through the 11th with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell of MyPillow. Go to WAVA.com keyword Israel and register today. And to make it even easier, if for any reason you can't go, you can cancel without any penalty between now and August 14th. Go to WAVA.com. Keyword Israel. America has become one vast, terrifying community. That rather radical statement was made by one observer of modern culture, but is it true? Have we lost the true sense of community that once bound us together? And has that loss reached its tentacles into the church? Join Dr. James Boyce on the Bible Study Hour as he explores the current disunity in the culture, the Christian ideal for unity, and how it might be attained. Sunday at 8 a.m. on WAVA. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How's it going today? Quite a uh, fiery conversation beforehand, but had to go head to head on that one. Couldn't just let it let it go, let it slide. You can't say race. Uh, you're making race an issue. Uh, race is an issue. It's not we're making it one. It is one. How do you deal with it and how do you grow uh, in the way God wants you to grow? You can't dismiss it, though. So uh, I'm, I'm losing patience with dismissing uh, racism. We've got to at least uh, talk about it 
head to head and not just try to erase it like it's not there. Let's do something about it. What do you think about that? 888-432-7434. Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of the show. I might be able to sneak in a one last call. Let's see. Blake is in uh, Cockeysville, Maryland. Let's see if I can get him. Hey, Blake, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing this Friday? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, I, I know ever since, like, everything, like, with, like, I know there's, like, disease and, like, racism happening again and again each day since, like, the Trump administration. I was wondering, as a Christian, how do we stay sane, really, with all these people, no matter what? Should we tell them, like, the old-fashioned way, like, well, you were heathen, like, back in the old old days, I guess, like, with my grandparents? Or should we just, like, did Jesus just shuffle our feet and walk away? Well, I mean, I think you deal with racism like you deal with sin or, you know, whether it's a, this administration or the previous or the next. It doesn't matter. The reality is we're dealing with people and people have sin structures and sin behaviors. We all have sin behaviors and sinful thinking. And so I think we do have to tell people, Blake, that Jesus really is the answer and we need to try to lead as many people to the gospel and Christ as possible. Once they get saved, then we can inform them with God's word on how they're supposed to live their life. If they're not saved, you can still preach God's word to them about what is right and what is wrong. And then you just have to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to convict them in that particular area. For people who are struggling, I think you just have to hold on. You have to be patient. We got to pray for our leaders. But the reality is conversations like this help us because we've got to we've got to encourage one another. We've got to encourage one another with scripture, with prayer. Um, and it's not easy walking through this world all by yourself. So it's so good when you have brothers and sisters that you can lean on. Even if you argue a little bit, at least there's some life in there. But the reality is none of us uh, can make it through these difficult times by ourselves. What do you think about that, Blake? Sure. Like you said, like with it, let people live their lives. I know it's a little bit like the other day I was watching the movie like Ghost. And I watched one scene with Patrick Swayze and there's like some guy, he did like something and all like the angels of Lucifer came and like took that person away. And all like Patrick Swayze's character could do just look, look. And that's how I feel sometimes Mm. like with these people that are just sinning and everything else. But I know, gotcha. like, for the year 22, I thought it was supposed to be, like, the year, like, like everybody, like, yay, everything's all fun, everything's good. But I think, really, with 2020, kind of adding the numbers, two and two is equals, like, to me, like, 40, if you take away the zero. But I know looking back in the scriptures, like, 40 means, like, a severe test. So I think for everybody, it's, like, a severe test. Like, yeah. not only, like, my life has changed, like, everybody's life has changed. Yeah, I don't, know just, about, like, I don't know about all the numbers. Years. I don't know about all the numbers, Blake, but one thing I do know, uh, 2020 surprised a whole lot of people. And if your faith ain't strong, it'll shake your faith. Otherwise, it'll strengthen your faith and realize that you were born for such a time as this. So make a difference in this year. Hey, listen, my friend, I've got to go. Friends, listen to me clearly. Make a difference, okay? Wherever you are, whether you are in your home or whether you're in your neighborhood or whether you're on your job, this is the year to make a difference. This is a year where you actually stand up for the Christ that you believe in and make a difference on the earth uh, while God has given you breath. The men and the women of Issachar knew exactly what says the men of Issachar, knew exactly what to do in their times. And I pray that God would give you the strength, ladies and gentlemen, to do what God is calling you to do during this time. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this week and for this word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.